Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Do you feel like you keep dating people who won't commit and you've struggled in your dating life? You've gone through all these breakups, or maybe you've even struggled to consistently date and stay in the dating game. And you are actually the one who struggles to commit and let your walls down. I know how exhausting this can be when you have this desire on your heart that you really want that partner, that best friend, that person to build a life with, and yet your dating life is just going nowhere and you can't seem to find a person to build a healthy relationship with. I just know how frustrating that is. And I was able to take everything I know from clinical psychology and attachment theory research and NLP belief work and build a program that can help you no matter what your past has been, even if you've never had a healthy relationship before in your life, this program will help you become the securely attached, healthy, high self-worth version of you who effortlessly attracts that partner that you've always wanted. So spots are really limited. We can only take a small amount of people every month. And I want to invite you to not wait on your healing. Love is for those who are willing to be brave and do the work And you are so deserving of removing the barriers to everything you desire. So I just want to invite you, apply to the Empowered, Secure, Loved program. You get coaching with me and you will be able to embody that version of you that you deserve. And spots, once again, are super limited. So make sure you apply. You can find the link in my Instagram bio. My Instagram handles Dr. Morgan Coaching, and the link will also be in the show notes. I'm so excited for you to embody that healthy, securely attached version of you. You are so worthy of it. Hello, hello. It's your host, Dr. Morgan. It is going to be a fun episode of the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast. Hope you're ready for it. I'm going to go into your dating woes, the things that frustrate you about dating. I recently asked inside of the Successful Women Great Relationships group, what are the things that you are annoyed by when dating? What are the questions you have? So I have a list here. It's pretty long, but I'm going to get through it and I'm just going to answer those questions. Some of them aren't questions. They're just complaints. So I will address your complaints. We're going to have fun. And I was just thinking today, 
this little random side tangent before we get going. My car would not start and I had just gotten a brand new battery yesterday. And of course, I'm like in the middle of nowhere, y'all. I'm in Montana. So it's like at least an hour for AAA to get out. So I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about life. And as I do, I'm a very deep thinker. And I started to think about how so many of us have a battery that's run out and we're not aware of it. And we get so frustrated at ourselves. Like, why can't I get going? Why am I not motivated? Why do I keep procrastinating? And just like a car with a battery that's dead, when you are completely burnt out, you're drained, you're not filling up your cup, you don't have things that excite you, things that bring you joy, right? What's the first thing? You're frustrated. You're so mad. You're like me today when I wanted to go do things and go to yoga and my car won't start. I'm pissed off, right? You get that way at yourself. You're annoyed. You're like, why am I procrastinating? Why am I, why am I slacking? When the reality is so many of us are not taking the time to be curious about what it is that we need to recharge. What would recharge your life battery, right? There's so many different ways to do this. For some people, it's going on a hike. It's hanging out with your dog. It's planning that trip to Palm Springs with your girlfriends. It's maybe it's international travel. Maybe you want to go to Costa Rica. I've got Costa Rica on my list now. Maybe it's knitting. Maybe it's gym, right? Like for me, oh my God, get me some weights. Let me do some deadlifts. I'm a whole different person after some heavy deadlifts. So all of us have the things, but a lot of us don't take the time to prioritize those things. We may not even be aware that our battery is dead and we're just pissed off at ourselves. We're annoyed that we can't get going and we can't seem to get passionate about life. So this is just an invitation for you to consider what are the ways that I can charge my battery? What are the ways I can be more compassionate towards myself? If I'm feeling off or I'm feeling meh, right? What are the ways that instead of beating myself up, I can get curious and say, what do I need in order to recharge my battery? I hope you all have some things planned. I am going to take a bath later. Cannot wait. And I have my Sad Girl Country playlist ready to go. So into the Kelsey Ballerini album. I know I've mentioned it. She just did a masterpiece with that rolling up the welcome mat. So good. I also love Lainey Wilson. Now that I'm back in Montana, the, the country is just on all the time. I love it. Okay, we're going to get into today's episode. I'm talking about dating. I'm talking about your woes, your frustrations, and I'm going to go right to the source. I'm going to read your comments that you sent in in the Facebook community. And by the way, if you're not in the Facebook community, what are you doing? 
go join the Successful Women Great Relationships Facebook group. It's such a supportive place. I honestly have been in a number of Facebook communities and I have not seen one like ours where people post genuine, honest questions. They share really vulnerable things and you have an army of supportive women in the comments. It blows my mind. So seriously, you're missing out. When we're healing, we need community. So yeah, just go join the group. It's called Successful Women Great Relationships because we get to have it all. We get to be successful and fulfilled in our work life and we get to have great, healthy relationships, right? So go check that out. I'll also put it in the show notes. So the first comment from the group says, and this is when I said like, what are the things that annoy you? This person says, when my date is being cheap, don't invite me out and expect me not to order a full meal. So this is so fascinating to me. I'm going to answer this. So of course, this would be frustrating, right? And there's all kinds of different expectations and ways that we feel about who should pick up the tab and what's common. It's likely based on your beliefs about relationships, your past experiences. And I always find it's really important to practice open, honest communication when it comes to paying for the bill, right? And typically, when you have the first date, you just don't know each other well enough to sort of have an understanding. It does require communication. And I do like the rule that if I invite you out, I'm paying. So if a guy is asking you out, then he's paying, right? But what's fascinating to me is it's not about picking up the check. It's not about the money. Do you know what it says emotionally? When we have someone who's invited us out, we're putting in the effort at the time, we're getting our hair done, our nails done too, right? We're showing up looking good and we're putting in this effort. And then if we have someone who's not going to pick up the check, the emotional underlying message is they're not ready to invest in a relationship. And when it's financial, we oftentimes associate that with emotional as well. So it can definitely be a sign of someone who's not really emotionally available or they're just simply not ready to invest time, money, effort into a connection. So I think it's it's really important when we notice something like that to just take it in as data, right? And it is the kind of thing where maybe with more data, you give feedback. Now, I want to give a caveat. There are some very, very modern women and men who believe in splitting the check on the first date. And I support that. If that's something that helps two people feel good, by all means, go for it, right? There can be a sense of emotional safety with that too. If we as women have felt like, oh, We've had men use it against us that they've paid for things, which, hello, that's happened to me in the past with dating a narcissist, manipulation. Sometimes 
splitting a check can actually feel more emotionally healthy. So once again, it comes down to the couple and talking about it. And if splitting the check is comfortable for you, do that. All right, that's my thought on that. Moving on to the next one here. And this is another thing that someone finds annoying. She says, guys who immediately act like we are in a relationship and try to do the good morning, good night, and constant messages when we're just chatting. I preferred when they continued the discussion, asked fun, get to know you questions, or I, I, so I would prefer if continue the discussion, ask fun, get to know you questions, or if we just scheduled a date and went from there. I understand this because what's happening is you feel like you have volume of communication, but you're lacking depth. So someone just going into the good morning, good night, that might feel good for a little bit, especially for my anxiously attached people. You're like, oh, constant communication. Yes. But it's lacking the depth. And a lot of times after a first date, we still don't have enough data on someone to know if they deserve that kind of energy input, right? That's actually a lot to remember. Text somebody good morning, text them good night, like throughout the day, just those little messages. I think what I'm hearing is the preference for quality over quantity. And this is where I talk about this actually inside of the Empowered Secure Love program when I'm talking about dating. I Mention you have to communicate about your communication. So early on, really important to talk about like, hey, I really prefer a phone call every other day. Or hey, you know, I really enjoy getting to know each other on a date. There's these questions I really want to ask you when I see you. And I would prefer if we kept our communication to hello, Hope you're doing well. Hope it's been a great week without expectation that we're going to communicate constantly. So it could be we're texting each other every couple of days and we're saving our deeper conversations for when we're out on a date, right? And then the important thing is you have to be curious about what do they prefer? What are their preferences for communication? And you realize each person has individual communication preferences. When I was in a long distance relationship with my current partner, we would have longer phone calls probably every couple of days. We would have a phone call at night. And the texting was there, but it was not our main communication. And I had said early on, I really appreciate phone conversations. So this is this is definitely an example of, hey, we have to communicate about our communication. People can't read our minds. Our partners won't know what our preferences are. All right, moving on to the next one, the next one totally related to the last one. She said too much texting when you could be talking. I agree. Texting is especially early stages of a relationship. I mean, no matter what stage you are, you just don't get the depth with texting that you do with a phone call or with in person. And I think it's important to communicate that. All right. The next one says, 
My boyfriend has asked for time and space to think clearly about what he wants in life and to try to change some habits and lifestyle adjustments. It feels like it's the end of our relationship. It feels like he's so annoyed with my constant questioning. I hate not knowing anything about what's truthfully going on. This is so hard for me to now separate after a year of dating. So I want to send so much love and compassion. And I think what I hear is there's lack of secure attachment. And what's happening is he's asking for space and you're not trusting the reasons that he's providing, which tells me that there there definitely is lacking secure attachment here. So my suggestion with this scenario is communicate. Isn't that funny how communicate is oftentimes the answer? But it's not always, it's like we know we should communicate, but a lot of times we don't have the belief systems and we don't have the attachment strategies that support us in healthy communication. So you need to realize you are worthy of love. You're worthy of being open and honest and direct about what you're feeling. You're worthy of asking for reassurance and you're worthy of honesty, right? So being able to say, hey, I felt really sad. I felt as if I was being pushed away. The story I'm telling myself is you no longer want to be with me. And this break is just a cover up for a a complete separation, us completely breaking up, right? So I think there's real opportunity here for some open, honest, direct communication And my hope is that you support yourself in that and know that you're worthy of it. And just remembering that the right partner for you, the partner that wants to build secure attachment is going to do securely attached communication with you. Here's another pet peeve, a dating pet peeve. Guys who won't make an effort in their appearance. Last week, a guy showed up in sweatpants on my date. Woo! All right, I'm into athletic wear. So, like, if these were nice limited edition Adidas or Nike, some collab with a designer, like a limited edition Pharrell Adidas sweatpant, I would be into it. Okay. But I, I love athletic wear. But if these were just like some gray, like baggy, you could tell, you could tell they just like rolled out of bed. If that's the vibe, not into it. But I'm hearing, I'm hearing that once again, we go back to effort and investment. I'm sorry. Of course, I had to make a joke about it. But the, the reality is what it comes down to is you're feeling like they're not making an effort. Effort is hot. Effort is so attractive. And we have a right to have standards of people putting effort into getting to know us. And I will say this, sometimes high amounts of effort take time. Like in order to be able to really put in a lot of effort, it can take time because you're do, you're getting the data, you're learning, right? So all of this work that we put into like looking our absolute best for the first date, I'm actually more a fan of 
how can you just say, I want to feel my best. I want to feel comfortable. I want to show up knowing that I think I look good, right? And realizing that actually like effort and really putting our time in, that's something that's earned. This is why I love the casual coffee date. Let me put my hair in a messy bun, put on some cute leggings, maybe like an oversized camel trench, some nice shoes. Let me take maybe 15 minutes to get ready and like, let's let that be the effort, right? I I want people to earn my investment. I want the effort to be earned. So anyways, I think you have to be aware of that. And yes, it is data. If someone's showing up in sweatpants, it's telling you they weren't really ready to put the effort in, right? Next question or comment. Here's another pet peeve. When guys don't have any actual photos where you can see their face, (laughs) she says, I don't need to see the outdoor scenery or your pet without you. And please don't wear your sunglasses in every picture. Also, here's her other pet peeve, not being honest. If there's no connection after the first date, even just text it within 24 hours. And this brings us to a wonderful point where I do want to say, let's all do what we can to stop ghosting, right? Ghosting is painful. If you've been on the receiving end, maybe you've done it. It's a painful thing to go through. And a lot of times it just comes from lack of knowledge about how to communicate. It also just comes from fear, right? Fear of retaliation. How's this person going to react? What are they going to do if I reject them? We have fear about someone handling it poorly, and then we don't trust ourselves to be able to navigate something if it escalates. So a lot of people just say, eh, not going there, not even saying anything. But all of us know it's so much more painful when you have to sit there and wonder what you did wrong, wonder if this person died, right? Like it can be a horrible experience, really, truly. So one of the best things you can do is just be open and honest if there's not a connection. Just like this lovely woman said, within 24 hours after the first date, you know, or maybe we could say 48, but Within a short amount of time, just giving that feedback, you can say something as simple as, hey, thank you for spending time with me on our date. I appreciate the opportunity of getting to know you. I want to be honest with you and share that I think we should try our luck with different people. That's one way to say it. Or you could say, I want to be honest and share Well, I think you're a great person. I don't think we're right for each other. Because remember, it's all about compatibility. Someone can be a great person and they're just not the right fit for you. So let's be open, honest, direct. And then to her first point, let's go. Let's put some good pictures on the dating profile, okay? We want to be able to see your eyes. A smile would be nice picture of just you by yourself. We don't want to have to guess which one you are. Hopefully something where you're doing something that you care about and 
definitely take off the sunglasses, stop with the mirror selfies. Let's have some legit good pictures, okay? (laughs) And I want to say this, women, like, we have to do this too. We can't just be calling guys out on their fish pictures and then us not take the time to have pictures where you can see our eyes, we're smiling, right? Like, definitely it is worthwhile to put some good profile pics up on on your dating profile. All right. Here's the final one. So this comes from one of our members who has been in the successful women's group for a long time. I so appreciate her. And she says, I am frustrated when guys are not planning dates or they're not suggesting the dates. I think that I end up suggesting or planning around 85% of my dates. So to that, I want to say this is all about your standards and also your communication. So what you can do is work on allowing yourself to release control, allowing yourself to surrender. So working on being a bit more in that secure I like to think of it as egg energy. Remember when we're in our feminine energy, our egg energy, the sperm comes to the egg. Like we can allow ourselves to attract and then we can simply state our preference. So we're getting to know someone and we say something like, you know, I really prefer if you would take the lead for our first date. I want to be able to enjoy it, right? Show up and enjoy it and be present. I would really appreciate if you took the lead on planning. Even something like that. So simple, right? I think what happens is we get into anxious attachment energy and we worry if I don't plan it, it's not going to happen. Guess what? That might be good data for you. If you don't plan it, it's not going to happen, right? We have to remember like the people who are ready to invest, who want a great relationship, who want to show up for us, they're going to put in the effort. And sure, they might need some help. Maybe they don't really get out that much and they don't really know like where's a good place to go. So of course you can offer some help, but I would say just raising your standards and then also communicating, hey, I'd love if you took the lead on our first date. Let me know where and when, and I'll be there. And and I want to be totally open here. You could be in a, in a lesbian partnership, gay partnership. Like this is not like heterosexual only, right? This applies if you are wanting to show up with the feminine energy in the relationship, regardless of what your gender identity, sexual preferences are, right? If you're wanting to show up with the feminine energy and be the one who's taken care of, you have to realize that that doesn't mean that you don't communicate what you want. Even in feminine energy, our partner cannot read our minds. So we still have to be open, honest, direct about what we want, which is, hey, I want the date to be planned, right? Whew. All right. This was some really fun conversation. I hope you got a lot out of this. I feel like we kind of touched on some of those tough dating questions. I hope you've been enjoying this series. I know I've been enjoying it. And hearing your questions and your stories, 
And obviously getting to do the amazing work that I do, it just makes it all worth it. You all are my why for why I do what I do. Thank you for the messages in my Instagram DMs, for the reviews that you leave of the podcast. I read every single one. I really, truly feel so in my purpose and called to do this work. Um, Recently, I got to go to a gender reveal for one of the very first clients who ever did the Empowered Secure Love Program. And I remember coaching her back then, and she really wanted a family, and she was just getting out of this not-so-great relationship, right? And it was just so amazing these few years later, I believe it was like two and a half years later, to be at her gender reveal party with her fiance, who's incredible, and just having these conversations with them and and getting to know them and just seeing the love they have for one another and their beautiful family. I was just so emotional that day. I was in tears of joy of just getting to see. And of course, you may have guessed this. Her name is Coach Dalma. She's now one of our coaches because the program changed her life so much that she started coaching with us. But just getting to see her and be there with her family, oh, I was so, so fulfilled in the best way and just so emotional and so grateful to the universe getting to be there and they're having a baby boy. And surprise, surprise, there was also a proposal. So yeah, she is engaged to an incredible man named Brian and they have an incredible family and they're expecting a baby boy. So anyways, I love the work I do. I love getting to see transformations. And of course, it's not about the engagement. It's not about all the external things that happen. Those things are awesome. I love it. I love when my clients send me their engagement rings, like the photos, I get the DM. I'm like, oh, it's so beautiful. I love it. Okay. Don't get me wrong. But what I love the most is clients changing their relationships with themselves and just stepping into high self-worth, knowing their worthiness, knowing their standards. And it impacts every single area of their life, not just their romantic relationships. So anyways, long tangent to say, I love what I do. I love coaching. I love our empowered, secure, loved program. We're changing lives. Over 450 plus women at this point, someone pinched me. The time has just flown by since I started this. (laughs) But I appreciate you all. I hope you got some value out of this episode. And please know that always, 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 I'm cheering you on. And I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk with you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. 
this podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.